Let's lift our hands to the Most High God and bless his holy name. Let's give him all glory and honor because he's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Let's bless him for everything he has done since the beginning of the year. Worship him for what he did for you in January. Give him glory for what he did in February. Magnify his holy name because he reigns forever. There's no one like him. All power belongs to him. Continue to give him glory and honor for what he's done for you, for what he's done for your family, for what he's done for the church of God. Magnify his holy name because he has surrounded you on all sides, protecting you from evil, from evil known and evil unknown, protecting you from enemies within and enemies without. Bless his holy name. Give him glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. And let's lift our voices to the almighty God and ask him, that today, in a very special way, he will visit all fathers and anoint them heavily so that they will be able to perform the roles of a father. Now, the father who is supposed to be the head of the family will be head indeed. And the Almighty God will supply them with everything they need so that they will be able to fulfill the roles of a father. Pray that our Father, all the fathers, young and old, will be good examples to their children, that they will be good representatives of the Most High God. Let's pray for every one of them. Pray for every father today. And then pray for every mothers, because there can be no fathers except there are mothers. So pray that the Almighty God will take care of all the mothers, that he will anoint them to be very good helpmates for all their husbands. And then pray for all those who are fathers-to-be, those who are trusting God for wives so that they too can become fathers. Pray for them that they will not marry the wrong person. That in all our homes, it will all be heaven on earth. Pray for all fathers to be. And then cry unto the almighty God for a very special blessing for this month of March. That this month will be a month of mighty testimonies in your life. Talk to him now. Because he answers prayers. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. Amen. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. Ancient of days, we just want to bless your holy name. We thank you for everything you've done for us since the beginning of the year. Thank you for protection. 
Thank you for building a wall of fire round about us, round about our family, round about your church. Thank you for a new beginning, a new month in this new year. Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Father, today we are praying for all fathers. Bless our fathers. Bless those who are already fathers. And bless particularly those who have been faithful in the payment of their tithes and in the giving of their offerings. Father, this month, embarrass them with your blessing. Bless them so much that they will say, Father, this is becoming too much. Lord, let this month be a month of mighty breakthroughs for every one of us. And Lord God Almighty, we pray that we will keep on having mercy on our blessed nation, Nigeria. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. And let someone shout hallelujah. And shake hands with one or two people and tell them, good morning, God bless you. Special anointing for success for you this year. And this month in particular, in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord. Now today, we'll be talking briefly on Divine Champion. Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 17 from verse 45 to 51. 1 Samuel 17, 45 to 51. 1 Samuel chapter 17 from verse 45 to 51. Talking on Divine Champion. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thy head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the hosts of Philistines, of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth. And all that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it shall come to pass. And it came to pass, when the Philistines arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hasted and ran towards the army to meet the Philistines. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slung it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword, and drew it out of the sheath thereof, and slew him, and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. Today, in the name that's above every other name, the champion of your enemies will die. Now we have two words, divine champion. So, for purposes of definition, what do we mean by divine? What do we mean by champion? Divine, of course, simply in the simplest possible way means 
pertaining to God Almighty. You can check that from Second Peter chapter 1 from verse 2 to 4. Second Peter 1 from verse 2 to 4. Things pertaining to God Almighty is what we call divine. That's one is simple. Champion means a representative in a contest or battle. Representative of a people. It could be representative of a nation in a contest or in a battle. For example, in the case of Goliath that we have read about here, if you read it from 1 Samuel chapter 17, from verse 1 to 10, 1 Samuel 17 from verse 1 to 10, you will discover that the Bible says Goliath was the champion of the Philistines. And he, when he was talking to the children of Israel, he said, listen, I am the champion of the Philistines. Let the children of Israel produce their own champion so we can fight together. Now, when your champion wins, you win. In other words, if your champion, the one representing you or representing your family or representing your nation, if he wins, hey, you have all won. If he loses, you have all lost. It's like when, uh, for example, we, the uh, Green Eagles go out to represent Nigeria. If they win, Nigeria has won. If they lose, God have mercy on us. Now, so a champion is a representative, representing a family, representing a church, representing a nation, etc., etc. Now, of course, when we also say a champion, a champion is the one who remains standing when the battle is over. Particularly like in boxing. If you are boxing, you put one man against another. One is probably representing Nigeria. The other is representing another nation. At the end of the battle, at the end of the contest, one is knocked out. The champion is the one standing. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 51, 1 Samuel 17, verse 51, you will find that when Goliath fell, one thing that David did was he stood on him to let everybody know, here comes the real champion. And so when we now combine the two words, divine champion, we are talking about the possibility of someone who is a representative of God. God's champion, divine champion. For example, in 1 Kings chapter 18 from verse 21 to 24, 1 Kings 18 from verse 21 to 24, Elijah stood on Mount Carmel and said, I am representing God. All these other people, the prophets of Baal, they are representing Baal. So uh, he was saying, I am the divine champion. On the other hand, a divine champion could be someone who is a champion because he has the backing of God. The one who is supported by God. 
champion because of divine enablement. For example, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, if you read it from verse 45 to 47, 1 Samuel 17 uh, from verse 45 to 47, David said to Goliath, I come against thee in the name of the God of Israel. I'm representing God. The reason I'm going to win is because he's going to give me the enablement. As a matter of fact, if you read the entire story of on 1 Samuel chapter 17 from the beginning to the end, you will find that even though two people met to fight, even though two people, one says he's a champion of the Philistines, the other one says he's championing the cause of Israel, the battle is actually between the God of Israel and the gods of the Philistines. Because Goliath said to David when he was coming towards him, he said, I swear by my gods, I will deal with you. And David said, I come in the name of my God. Now, in contest, if we are talking about football or boxing, etc., etc., or uh, anything, any, any game like that, there are three possibilities. There could be a winner. There could be a loser, or we could have a drunk game. I mean, for example, in boxing, they could say that, oh, you, the number of blows A landed is equal to the number of blows that B landed, therefore the whole thing is a drunk game. Or in football, you could play, and uh, this side could score three goals, the other side could score three goals, and we say the game is a draw. But in battle, in war, there are only two possibilities. You either win or you lose. And in war, winner takes all. It's not a question of, uh, uh, all right, like in boxing, for instance, uh, we, we agree that, all right, the champion will get uh, two million naira, and uh, the one who loses will go home with uh, 500,000. No, no, no. In war, it is winner takes all. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 8 to 10, 1 Samuel 17, verse 8 to 10, Goliath said, if I win, Israel will become our slaves. If I lose, then the Philistines will become the slaves of the children of Israel. There's no halfway. Now, I have told you again and again that life is war. So it's either you win or you lose. And I pray in the name that's above every other name, you will never be a loser. Because if you lose, you lose all. I mean, for example, in, in, in war, when there is someone who is a loser, it's either he ends up dead or he ends up captive. For example, Judges 16 from verse 18 to 30. Judges 16, verse 18 to 30. When Samson lost to the Philistines, you know the story very well, not only did they pluck out his eyes, they bound him, took him into prison, and he was in servitude until he died. 
That's why I'm praying once again for every one of you who are true children of the living God. You will never lose another battle in Jesus' name. Now, if you're a child of God, you're already a champion. You're a champion because the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are a champion because the word of God says you are more than a conqueror because God loves you. And so you are not allowed to lose to sickness. According to 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24, 1 Peter 2 verse 24, by his stripes you were healed. So you can tell that sickness in your body, you get out because I am a champion. You are not allowed to lose to demons because according to John chapter 8 verses 32 and 36, John 8, 32 and 36, the Bible says, if you know the truth, the truth will make you free. And you already know Jesus. And in verse 36, it says, whomsoever the Son shall set free is free indeed. So you, you are not allowed to lose to bondage. So you can tell any demon that is terrorizing you, you get away from here because I am a divine champion. You are not even allowed to lose to poverty. Because according to Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, Philippians 4, 19, all your needs are met. God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So you may as well tell poverty, bye-bye. You have to pack your load and go because I'm a divine champion. But even on a deeper note, you are not just a divine champion. You have to show it. You have to demonstrate it that you are a champion. For example, in Mark chapter 16, if you read from verse 17 to 18, <coughs> excuse me, Mark 16 from verse 17 to 18, the Bible says you are to lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You are to demonstrate your championship over sickness. In other words, not only are you to be healthy, you are to make the sick whole. For example, in Acts chapter 3, from verse 1 to 8, Acts 3, verse 1 to 8, when Peter saw that lame man by the beautiful gate, and he was asking for arms, he said, listen, I have something far, far superior to what you are asking for. Money is not what I want to give you. I want to give you something that will make sure you don't beg again. He laid hands on him, and he began to walk. I'm decreeing today, that every one of you are my children. From today onward, when you lay hands on the sick, they will recover. I mean, lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Reminds me of what happened the first time I visited Zambia. I've told you the story before. I had something that didn't quite agree with me. I think I've been going to the toilet about 24 times. That night, before I remembered that uh, it is written, I will lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. And the Bible didn't say who the sick will be. Now I'm the one who is sick now. So I lay my own hand on my own head, and I commanded my stomach to obey the word of God. And the stooling stopped. 
So from now on, you go out and lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And it might be a good idea if you lay the hand on your own head right away and say to yourself, I decree in the name that's above every other name, according to the word of God, every sickness in my body, get out now. You are supposed to demonstrate your championship over demons because you are asked to cast them out. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name as my champion. They will cast out devils. And you see an example in Acts 16 from verse 16 to 18. Acts 16 from verse 16 to 18. The Bible tells us that there was this uh, girl with the spirit of divination that was uh, troubling uh, Paul and Silas as they were going uh, to the temple. And Paul turned around when he, he could no longer tolerate what was going on and commanded the demons to get out. And the Bible said the demon left that same hour. You are a divine champion. You are not asked to spend a whole night casting out one demon. Just command. Oh, suppose I ask the demon to leave and he doesn't leave. Who told you it won't leave? If you are a true child of God, you tell the demon to leave, it will leave. When you spend time waiting for the demon to leave, you will know that you don't even know who you are. That you don't believe what you are saying. You command and leave the rest to the almighty God and he will perfect it. Remember the, the story of the woman who, uh, I think it was when we were in Elori. The service was on and all of a sudden I saw commotion in the congregation. And I saw a woman running out. And I saw these ushers following her. After the service I said, what happened? And they brought the woman. And the woman said, as we were preaching, her dress caught fire. Uh, your dress caught fire? What, what, what does that mean? We say the dress practically caught fire. And then she told us her story. That uh, her children were dying, so she wanted uh, protection for her children. And then went to one Aladura fellow. And uh, the Aladura fellow was busy when she got there, and the wife of the uh, a ladura man said, uh, you don't have to wait for my husband. Just take this cola nut and eat it. And your children won't die anymore. She had the cola nut and then discovered from that night she began to fly in the night to attend meetings. And she discovered that when they got to the meetings, they were sharing human flesh. Very soon it was her turn to present somebody. And they asked her to present her husband. So she presented the husband. The husband died. And about two years later, it was her turn again. And now they asked for one of the children. She said, at that stage, she said, uh-uh. It was these children I wanted to protect that got me into this trouble. And then she began to look for help, how she could get out. She said, I've been going from place to place till I got here. And today, my dress caught fire. I said, glory be to God. You've got to where you will be set free. We prayed a simple prayer. She went home and went to ease herself in her toilet, and it was this uh, pit latrine kind of thing. And because of the kind of situation in the pit latrine, she spread some piece of paper on the floor to ease herself before throwing the thing in. And then out of her came a dead snake. 
Today, every demon in you, every plan that God has not planted in you, I command that thing will die and it will come out in Jesus' name. Not only that, from today, you will go out and begin to cast out demons and they will obey you in Jesus' name. You must demonstrate that you are a divine champion by challenging the devil himself. Because he says, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They will cast out devils. They will take up serpents. The word take up serpents, they are made. They will challenge the one who is called the serpent. You will challenge the devil himself. And the devil, whether he likes it or not, will have to obey your instructions. Because it is written in James chapter 4, verse 7. James chapter 4, verse 7. He says, if you submit to God, you will resist the devil and he'll flee from you. You have the power to tell the devil, I am a divine champion. You have to do what I say. Uh, the Bible tells us in James chapter 4, verse 7, you submit to God, you resist the devil. Call the devil if he wants to fight. Let him come, and you deal with the devil. I remember very well when we first came to Redemption Camp, and we were clearing the bush, and I was going around one day, and, and, I, and I saw something strange happening. There was this tree, and all of a sudden I saw fire on top of the tree. It was in the night, so I thought, oh, maybe my children, while we were getting ready, lit a fire under the tree and forgot to put the fire out. And when the morning came, I looked, and there was no trace of fire. The tree was as green as ever. I know what I saw. I wasn't dreaming. It wasn't a vision. It was something naked that I saw. So I called the people in the camp. What's going on? This is what I saw in the night. They said, we were afraid to tell you. Afraid to tell me what? And they said, we have been hearing voices in the tree. One of them even said we had them panding yam inside the tree. <laughs> I said, well, this camp now belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. We can't share it with any tree that is uh, having people talking within. So I said they should cut it down. Within five minutes of the boys beginning to cut the tree, all the villagers gathered as if by a miracle. What are you doing? Why are you trying to cut down this tree? Don't you... I said, well, so what is, what's the problem? It's a tree now. We've already bought the place. Uh, if we cut down the tree before tomorrow morning, the tree will rise again. And all of you who did the cutting down, you will all be dead. So the children came to me and said, what are we going to cut the yetting down? If the tree rises by tomorrow, then I will be worshiping the tree. But if my father is still the Lord of hosts, the tree will never rise. That was 1983. The tree never rose. And those who cut down down the tree are still alive and well. Go out and be a champion. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. But you cannot go on challenging the devil, challenging demons, commanding sickness, unless you belong to Jesus Christ yourself. Because in Acts chapter 19, if you read it from verse 11 to 17, 
Acts 19 from verse 11 to 17. Some people saw Paul casting out demons, even with his handkerchiefs. And they said, oh, we know what he does. He will simply say in the name of Jesus and these miracles will happen. So let us do the same. And some of them, seven of them, went to one madman by the roadside and said, we combine you in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches. Get out of this man. <laughs> the devil said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? The Bible tells us that the, the demon in that man beat them and tore their clothes and they fled through the window. You don't fight your master. If the devil is your master, please don't go and begin to command him to leave. If you do, he will beat you up, he will tear your dress, or he may even leave the fellow he's in and transfer into you. But if you come to Jesus Christ today, he will receive you. He will wash you clean with his blood. And if the devil sees that you are already washed in the blood of the lamb, he will know that he can't come near you. Because the Bible says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. So if you are listening to me today and you have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, one great reason why you should do so is that by surrendering your life to Jesus Christ, you become a divine champion. So if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you better come now. So if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you better rush forward now. The choice is yours. If you like, you can remain a slave to Satan. You can remain a slave to sickness. You can remain a slave to bondage. Or you can decide that today I want to be free. I want to become a divine champion. Then you come and let Jesus Christ save your soul. The Lord is waiting for you. This can be the greatest day of your life. Go to the Lord now and ask him to be merciful unto you. Ask him to please save your soul. Ask him to wash you in his blood. Ask him to receive you into the family of God. And ask him to turn you to a divine champion. And the rest of us, let's stretch our hands towards these people and intercede for them. That the almighty God who has saved our souls will save their own souls also. Let's pray for them for another one minute. Intercede for them. And those of you on the way, keep coming. You are not late yet. I'm yet to pray. But make sure you get here before I finish praying for salvation. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so, my Father and my God, we want to bless your holy name. We want to give you all glory. We want to give you all honor for sending your word to your people today. And thank you for all these people that have responded to your word and have come to surrender their life to you. Thank you for these people who are saying, we don't want to have anything to do with the devil anymore. We now want to spend our life doing the will of God. Father, please receive them. Have mercy on them. Let your blood wash away their sins. Please, Lord God Almighty, save their souls. Write their names in the book of life. Receive them into the family of God. So that from now on, when they receive the devil, the devil will flee from them. And I pray that you uphold them to the very end. So that in your kingdom, we'll all be there to reign with you. And please, Lord God Almighty, the children will be praying now. And as they pray, please answer them by fire. Turn each and every one of them to champions today. Your champions. 
so that for the rest of their life, they will never suffer another loss. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. And I'm rejoicing with those of you who have come to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. I can assure you that by the grace of God from now on, I will be praying for you, in which you will give me your names, your address, and your prayer requests. And I promise you, I'll be praying for you. God bless you. And the rest of us now will stand on our feet as bold as a lion, divine champions indeed, and lift our voices to the Almighty God and command everything that is not of God in our lives to disappear. Sickness, disease, poverty, bondage. Tell all those things. I am a champion of the Most High God. I come against you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and you must leave me alone now. Let's go ahead and call on the Almighty God. And He will answer you by fire. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord! I believe this message has really blessed your life. And if you have just given your life or rededicated your life to Jesus Christ, please send an SMS or a WhatsApp message titled Saved to any of these phone numbers. Plus 234 706 497 9797 or plus 234 810 or plus 234 8038722 or plus 234 805 504 1394 also you can send an email to altercall at our Thank you, and God bless you.